What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill, here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40-show run, hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raised Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Outside the Round today. A very special guest, one of our favorite dudes in town. He's always at our events. He plays a lot of our events. He's got some great music out, and he's about to be dropping a brand new EP. We got our boy Walker Montgomery in the house. It's good to How be you here, doing, brother? My brother. Dude, we were just talking about doing doing some of this yeah. stuff right here <laughs> and getting off. Now you're, you're a Kentucky guy, right? Yeah, Kentucky guy. So I grew up in New York, mm-hmm. but I always have had kind of a, a habit of mm-hmm. nicotine and tobacco yeah. and all of that <laughs> shit. And you, and we were just talking with, with Sweet Boy behind the camera because he's an Alabama yeah. guy, and he was talking about. So I've been getting a no for, no free ads. I would love for Zinn to give me money and free product. That would save me a <laughs> lot of money. Um, but we were talking about putting those in, and you, you're off the off the Grizzly and Copenhagen mm-hmm. and all the Skull and all that yeah. shit now. How long have you been off that? Oh hell, I mean, high school. Real, I mean, real, I mean, freshman year of college, and uh, but dude, I mean. You know, Kentucky, just tobacco's a way of life. I mean, my whole family on my mother's side was in the tobacco business. Uh, My grandfather worked for BAT, which was British American Tobacco, which, I mean, had everybody, you know, Brown and Williamson and stuff like that. It's just, it's a way of life, man. And it's almost, it's crazy because stuff and stuff like that. And I'm not like dogging that uh, because Zens are awesome and everybody knows. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, (laughs) You know, the farmers and stuff, the tobacco farmers, it's just almost like a dying breed. You yeah. know, I mean, I remember growing up in Kentucky. I mean, every other field was a tobacco field. Bro, the smell. Yeah. Oh, when it's you, awesome, man. You can, you can get that yeah. um, driving through Springfield, Tennessee, yep. north of town. Yeah. Where, where it's that it's that time of year, yep. and you wake up, and you just smell that aroma yeah, of man. the tobacco field. And it's great. But, I mean, it's it was either in Kentucky, it was either tobacco fields, corn fields, soybeans, or horse fields. And now it just seems like the tobacco fields are dying off. So what's but the big what's the big thing up there then? Now about? we're uh, now the hemp is coming in. Oh, you know what I'm saying? okay, all right. It, uh, <laughs> but they've been planning that stuff for years, man. Yes. I mean they're just waiting for it to be legalized. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of resources. My uncle, I um, so during COVID, I spent a yeah. few months. Um, I have an aunt and uncle. They live out in Johnson City, Tennessee. Okay, they used to live in Jonesboro. Okay, and Jonesboro is part of like that yeah. tri city's oldest city in the state of Tennessee, and they had a forty acre farm out there mm-hmm. where they would. They would grow some stuff and and um, board horses and do all yeah. that stuff. So during COVID, I spent a 
month and a half on their farm. You talk about like city slicker. Yeah. I'm building fences. <laughs> I'm turning out the horses. I'm taking the dogs out. Of the yeah. I'm doing burn piles. I'm doing all that shit. But it's he, fun, man. But yeah, but yeah. his neighbor was talking about getting into hemp. And this was back like 2020. Yeah. And like just the, the farming industry in the agricultural world is mm -hmm. just something I don't know a whole lot about. I got to experience it for that yeah. a little bit, but it is such a huge yeah. thing. So did you grow up in that kind of world? I know obviously the music runs in the family yeah. and shit, but like growing up where you grew up. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a farmer by any means. You know, I mean, I, I know just. You've partied, in a, you partied yeah. in a field. Oh, though, yeah, big you? time. I know just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I mean, like you said, music was on my father's side, definitely. I mean, that was just our thing. But on Papa and my mother's side, the our whole world was tobacco. And uh, he, we were in the, he, he owned a company called Ridgeway for the longest time. And what we would do is we would take the uh, shavings of like Marlboro LMP and we would make cheap cigarettes out of it. So like Axis was a, was a company. You go up to Kentucky, you see Kentucky's best, which got a horse on it and stuff. That's a cheap cigarette. That wasn't our cigarette, but uh, you know, just the cheaper, cheaper cigarettes when, when, you know, a uh, little case of Marlboro's is $68. Ours would be half, half yeah. you know? And so, yeah, man, I mean, it was, it was definitely, it was kind of weird to have the two businesses because music is just so encompassed. You know, when your family's in the music industry, it's just all about music and the, and you know, if nobody talks about the tobacco side and, but it was fun, you know, it was fun kind of seeing Papa, my Carl White, uh, you know, in that business because it was just it was a totally different world than what I see yeah. dad in and what I'm in now. Yeah, it's it's talk about a country lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> tobacco and country music. Yeah. That is that is as Kentucky yeah. as it gets. Growing up, do you do you feel that kind of pressure having that Montgomery name because it is? I mean, growing up, yeah. I grew up listening to country music up in yeah. New York, and I mean, obviously your father, mm -hmm. John Michael, and. And Eddie, mm -hmm. and then you even see it with with your cousin Dylan. Like it's yeah. just in the family, dude. Like what's we, it like growing up in that environment? Like is there pressure? Like I gotta sing in yeah. church. Like, Man, I think if I would have gone into the pop world, there would have been some pressure. Be honestly, but in the country, where obviously people bring it up and stuff. And at the beginning, I kind of tried to, you know, hide, not hide it. It's not isn't the right word, but you know, shy away from it, not promote it. And I don't promote it now, but no. it's like. Dad did some awesome stuff, man. I mean, he had some awesome, and same with Eddie. He did some awesome stuff, had some great songs, and was able to do a lot of stuff that a lot of people weren't able to do. And so I'm proud of what he was able to do. And the older I've gotten, you know, it's like there is there is no hiding it. And I wouldn't want to. I'm proud of what he was able to do in the business. Uh, so in that sense, there's no, there's not like, oh, I got to fill the shoes. But, uh, you know, there's always a friendly uh, family competition, you know, it's like, all right, well, you know, you had however many hits, I'm going to try to get one more than you. Yeah. But, uh, but no, man, it, it, like I said, in, in the pop world, I feel like I probably would have had some pressure, but I can't even imagine you in the pop world. No, neither can I. Like, I, mean, I, I couldn't I, imagine that. I always say, I man, mean, nowadays it, it could yeah. work because country is yeah. on pop radio. Yeah. Country is the highest charting mm -hmm. thing in all of music in this country, yeah. which is fantastic. It is, yeah. But I just didn't grow up on pop either. So yeah, there, was, there wasn't really. a chance in hell that I was going to do that. Yeah. You know? But it, uh, being in the country industry, I just, there wasn't that. People would bring it up, but it wasn't like, hey, you know, you've got 
you got to live up to the name, yeah. you know, which is good, I think. Yeah, because I'm, I'm good friends with um, Ali Colleen. Yeah. Similar kind of situation. Mm-hmm. She's Garth's youngest daughter. Yeah. But you would not know that she's Garth's daughter yeah. based on the branding and what, like, choosing to be yourself. And I feel like you're like that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Walker Montgomery is very different than John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, like, big you, time, you, man. Do, you do your own your yeah. own thing, and I, and I credit you for that. Yeah. And how old are you now? I'm 24 now. You're 24. You talk like you're damn 40, bro. <laughs> like, you just have, you, because I, I always wondered, I was, and then I think, because the first time I think we had you on around was um, one of the whale tail takeovers. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And yeah. that was back when we were, we were kind of the renegades doing yeah. stuff during COVID. And yeah, we, man. Were, we were doing rounds when folks did, told, told us we couldn't be doing rounds. We did them anyway. And I remember whales being like, yeah, Walker's like 21. I was like, mm-hmm. no fucking oh, way. Seems like it was forever ago. Yeah, just, right, I dude, mean, time flies. And I feel like the last few years have really kind yeah. of flown by. And you had time now. You're working with, you've gotten to work with some mm-hmm. some incredible, like, legendary songwriters, yep. legendary producers. Mm-hmm. Like, you had your chapter over at over at Play It Again, yep. working with Dallas. And now you're working on this mm-hmm. new stuff with Bart Butler. Yeah. Bro. And those, awesome, who don't, those who don't know, Dallas Davidson, I mean, one of the, you can't talk about country music the last 20 years without talking yeah. about Dal and, oh, and what those Georgia boys have done. And then same thing with Bart and yeah. what Bart has done as a writer, both in the Texas scene and here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. What's it like? Being a young gun, working with guys like that, I mean, that's got to be pretty cool. It, uh, well, look, I mean, Dallas, and my time at Played Again was awesome. Yes. I mean, yeah. we, had, we created some good music, had, you know, got a good base of, of followers and stuff. And Dallas is just, he's amazing. You know, he's just a great guy. I'll always love, even though I'm not over there anymore, I'll, I mean, I'll always love Dal. He, he took a chance on a, 19 year old kid which you is were 19 a, when I was you 19 there? which is about the ballsiest <laughs> thing a man can do yes you know because i know i mean hell i'm i know how i was at 19 i was i was a mess you know but uh but it was awesome man and i'll tell you what i learned i learned a hell of a lot uh over there that was my first deal my first publishing deal i learned how to write a song essentially um under dallas and he was a great he was a great mentor and still is you know i mean i i, I take it Stuff that Dal taught me, uh, you know, I carry with me every single day. But and and Bart, man, it was uh, earlier. I guess last year we just kind of kicked it off, and I wanted to go in the more traditional sense, just because that's what I grew up on. That's what I. That's what I love, bro. That bro, that's and, who. That's who you are. Yeah, you know, and that's, it's that's just it. it. And it just made sense, you know. He kind of he understood what the noise that I wanted to make, and obviously I knew his capabilities, and. It, we just kicked it off. We're going to the studio in October again, so it's going. It's been a great partnership, and got the EP uh, work to do coming out, and it's just it's just great, man. I've, I'm the luckiest person alive with not only you know my family and how great they are, but with the people who I've been lucky enough to work with. It's just it's just awesome, man. I can't I can't complain. I'll find you know I'll, something ain't going my way or something. <laughs> I'll find myself you know kind of mad or whatever it is and i just kind of have to sit back and be like all right i got it better than 99 percent of the people out there i mean it's, yeah dude well good people tend to find good people mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a big thing in this town like my journey has mm-hmm. been finding some good people yeah man it started out rough being on broadway for a little bit oh, big i got time. to see Nashville. well you gotta find your tribe man you gotta find yes. the people that that you click with and you gotta find and that i mean that's for everybody in this town it seems like you got writers or artists or you know, influencers or whatever, whatever it is, once you find your kind of core group of people that you enjoy being around and just kind of click with, it makes, makes your life better, but it also makes your industry side of your life. Just, I mean, 
it, it makes it run more smooth. And that's just, that's how things happen, you know, because if you're, if you're just writing songs or something to, you know, write songs, it, it you know, it's just kind of, it, it doesn't really, I'm very rarely do you write a song with somebody you've never met and it's a hit, right? Mainly you got to kind of figure out how they work. You got to figure, they kind of have to figure out how you work and stuff. And once you gel, then that's when you can really get the, the good stuff. And that goes for any, I mean, any industry really. Yeah, dude, absolutely. So who's mm-hmm. kind of your... Your tribe of where you're yeah. at right now, man. I love writing with uh, Jack Hummel. We write. Dude, I, mean, I love that guy, month. dude. He's a riot. Me and him, me and him had some fun during COVID, yeah. man. Oh, did you? We did. <laughs> the, the house party scene during COVID, yeah. bro. And when I mean house party scene, I don't mean like that, like the fashion house or any of yeah. that shit that happened. But like, I'm talking like 10, 15 people hanging mm-hmm. out around a fire, hanging out best, inside, dude. and everybody playing the songs that they wrote yeah. this week. And I'm just sitting there like a pig and shit, yeah. enjoying it because I ain't writing any songs. Yeah. I'm not in that world. But Jack is a great dude he's a great dude he's a great word guy see i'm a melody guy he's a word guy we kind of figured that out and uh kaylin robertson joins us a lot she's yes. amazing yep kaylin and matt are, and, uh, are awesome oh yeah Matt's that was great. that was how i met jack was through oh, Kay- really? was through kaylin and well, matt. that's how i met jack too i think to be honest with you yeah but uh yeah man there's there's a group of people and i i mean really kind of the folks that we both run around i mean that's that's kind of the people that i that i enjoy writing with and stuff and it just, like I said, once you figure somebody out and they kind of figure you out, you can tell if you're going to jail in the writing room. Yeah. 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 Now, you were on the road this weekend? Yeah, we were out with Runaway June in Kokomo, Indiana. Kokomo, Indiana. Very misleading. Uh, you know, it, it ain't the Beach Boy yeah, it's, song. Yeah, it sounds like you're, it sounds like a town in Florida that I couldn't yeah. afford to live in. <laughs> now, what, what, is, what is Kokomo, Indiana like? It, it there wasn't much there, but but I mean it was a cute little small town, Midwest town. Uh, I enjoy going to places like that too. It's it's always fun to, and it kind of reminds me, you know, a lot of those places remind me of Nicholasville, where I grew up, uh, just south of Lexington, Kentucky. But it's always fun to just check out new places. I kind of made a vow to myself this year. It's like, all right, you know, I've been to a lot of places, seen a lot of their roads. You know, because when we get there, we do the show and we leave. And so I've been trying to, whenever I get to a show or if we're going someplace cool, get a day, get out there a day early or something. Like we went to Reno the other day and I was like, I've never been to Reno. I'm hanging out in Reno for a couple of days. Went down to Lake Tahoe and stuff like that. But been trying to really enjoy the places that we're going to yeah. instead of just going there to work and then getting out. Bro, I feel that yeah. with my, my years on the road, yeah. dude. There's something about going around some going around a small town and mm. going into some little pawn shop, or little, time, some little some little store where they just have mm. all kinds of all kinds of old shit. You I, just never know what's gonna be there. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. Like I, we did that. We went to a music store in Columbia, South Carolina, one time, and Columbia's and, great. And um, my buddy, uh, my buddy Ben Miller, who's on the road with Trey, had for a long time just a habit of just every time we'd go into one of these small towns, he'd walk out of there with an amp yeah. or a guitar <laughs> or some shit, and we'd have to find room for it in the damn yep. trailer. Because that was back when we were in the van in the trailer. Yep. And um, you just never know what you're going to find. I do the same thing, man. Well, I've got a gar- I work on cars. That's my Oh, you're a car time. guy. I'm okay. a car guy, yeah. But uh, so that's, you know, some people got hunting, some people got fishing. And I enjoy that stuff, but it's like my getaway from music is getting under, getting under a vehicle. And get working under a vehicle, not getting run over by one. But <laughs> it, uh, but I mean, I've got this garage back up in Kentucky, man, and I'm always trying to find like old signs and stuff yeah. like that old gas station what, what signs. Is, what are some of your What are some of your prized possessions in man, that? Man, Mebane, North Carolina. 
has the best like antique car decor shops. It's awesome, and it's just the most random place. So big tobacco town, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So what have you gotten out of there? There, I got a old. Uh, it's called Hamilton Dryers. It's this old like neon sign from like 1943. And it's just, you know, it's kind of, it's a little beat up and stuff. So I, I blasted the, some of the rust off and, and, and all that, replaced the lights. But it's just for an old, you know, 1940s, like, clothes dryer. And it's just, it's awesome. I wish I had a photo of it to show you. But it's stuff like that, man, just, you know, because everybody can get a shell sign or, like, a golf sign or something. The kind of stuff that I look for is, I'm like, all right, nobody is ever going to see this anywhere else they're not going to see a hamilton dryer neon sign anywhere yeah. else because there's probably like three of them there you know in the world yeah. but uh yeah man that's probably my number one to be and honest then what, with and then what cars what what cars have we been restoring and working I, on i got a the one i'm totally restoring is a 1971 rolls royce silver shadow no shit and when you think of rolls royce you think of luxury and this one will be but right now it's in like a million pieces <laughs> and it, uh, but it's fun, man. You know, I've got an old buddy named David Trapp up in Lexington who it's, I mean, that's like his thing. He's got to be the number one British car restorer in America. And so he taught me everything that I know about it. And it's, uh, I, it's up on the lift right now. I got like one day probably left on the undercarriage and then I, then I can bring it down and we can start painting it. But uh, yeah, that's probably the prized possession. And then my my driver is a 1963 T-Bird. Wow! And my dad, my granddad had a '69 T-Bird, and he had to sell it because the back seat was curved, and mom her baby seat didn't fit in the back seat, so he had to sell it. But so I tried to find a '69 T-Bird, and I couldn't find one with the color combination that he had so i just got the 63 i just got one that i thought was cool so we'll drive around in that and 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 you know just cruise a little bit but that's that's probably the that's the one that i drive most of the time but that's once sick. the rolls royce is done it's over i don't know if that thing's gonna yeah. be driving dude now you yeah. get off to, you get back up to kentucky pretty often not as much as i'd like to uh my first couple of years in nashville i got really homesick and so i would drive you know if if i didn't have rights on Wednesday or Thursday, and I had to go on the road on the weekend. I'd I'd go up to Kentucky, and but I was also living downtown, and my basement was a bar. You were living you downtown. Know, I was living downtown. Yeah. What bar were you above? Uh, the pub, it's the British pub. Oh, so right, right, just here. literally, yeah, like right, right there here in the Gulch. Yeah, man, and it. I mean, it was. Look, it was awesome. It, I'd never what done is, what is, that What is before. Country Boy Walker Montgomery doing in the Gulch? <laughs> what the hell? That is not something I would have guessed. I would have pictured it, you out in Hendersonville, dude, out it, in Spring Hill and White House. It was fun, man. I mean, because I'd never done anything like that before. You know, we lived in, we lived on 17 acres, and then we had a hunting farm and stuff growing up. So I had, I mean, I lived in a dorm for like nine weeks. That was about the closest I'd ever gone to freaking living downtown but so it was it was kind of a culture shock man and that's i think that's part of the reason that i wanted to go back up to kentucky so much was just because i was like man i mean it's fun it's convenient because i was writing all the time and still i mean i still am but it just it wasn't for me you know it, i mean it was it was fun for a 19 20 21 year old but after the kind of the shine wore off yeah. i was like all right i'm ready yeah. i'm ready for a yard yeah, yes you know 
Yeah, having a yard is very nice. See, I've always done. See, when I first moved down there, I was in an apartment. Yeah, I was in an apartment in Spring Hill, so I, I was you. like, oh, that's so south. much better, dude. But it was beautiful. I was paying yeah. four hundred fifty bucks a month in rent. But I was working down. I was working on Broadway, so I was driving back and yeah. forth. But the rent was nothing. Nothing. And I've been in a house. Ever, I've been mm-hmm. in like houses ever since. This yeah. is my first year that I'm actually renewing a lease, Mountain Hermitage, and it's nice. Um, it's good to be good to yeah. be out there. The pub is a great it's fucking awesome, spot, man. dude. It's awesome. I, I love. I didn't know it's been here that long. Yeah, big time, man. Hell, when I moved down here, it was there and Burger Republic right next to yeah. it, and those were kind of. I didn't even have to cross the street to go home. You know, yeah. I mean that was that was the main thing. It was a great place, especially when I was drinking. It was a great place. Oh, dude, yeah, but, dude. Um, the do you ever get down there for the um the early the early morning soccer games? Do you man, ever pop in for have, one of those? I've been there a couple times uh, for the soccer games. We always used to do the trivia night. Oh, we and, did we did that one night. Yeah. We did the trivia it's, night one it's night. It's fun, man. It's I mean I'm only the, I'm a history guy, so I'm like only there for that section. But my bass player who doubles as my TM, he's real good at it. His wife is real good at, and we're all good at different you know like sections of it. So we're we're pretty damn good at it, to be honest with you. But I mean it's just fun. It's a good place to hang out. It's not there's like a time and a place for places like Red Door or Tin yes. Roof or something. But if you just want a chill night, drink a couple beers, have some good food, place like the pub, perfect, man. Yeah, the food there is it's, outstanding. Mm, awesome. And the breakfast is good, too. Breakfast is good. Breakfast, breakfast is, is probably huge. The most, it's probably the most underrated thing yeah, about that place. It's huge, though. Like, I, I mean... Especially when I, like I said, especially when I was drinking, I mean, we'd go, we'd go there, you know, after a night at Red Door or Losers or something, man, and we'd, I mean, we'd devour that. They have a hangover bowl or yes. something. Yeah, I've, I've had that and oh I don't even drink anymore. Oh, dude. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, never, I never drank and I've still gotten the damn hangover it's, bowl. It's huge, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it is good. How long have you been, been off, off the drinking now? Uh, hell, I mean, it's been over half a year. It's been, 260 something days dude that's fucking but, yeah. awesome it's yeah dude it's changed my life tell you what dude it, it absolutely will will change your life yeah. see i just i celebrated um i'm past days and on the years now which is very nice that's great, um, dude. yeah i'm on it was seven years for me back in may holy shit so i got sober before i moved down here thank <laughs> that's a good god thing. you'd be dead oh dude i would you'd i would be dead. i would be yeah. dead I don't, and especially like the being out in town yeah. and networking when you're sober it's is a, a whole different animal, yeah. dude. It's yeah. it's a whole different. I'm California sober, so yeah. I'll still, I'll, I still I still do I still do that. But I don't even I don't even yeah. really do that much when I go out anymore yeah. because there were times where I'd be in Red Door and I'd be you would think that I'd be drunk because yeah. I'd be so high that I'd yeah. be looking around. I, I, it come mm-hmm. would come across as that. What kind of led to you wanting to get off the sauce and take a take Man. a break? And is it a permanent break? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just, I was 23 at the time, and I wasn't drinking any more than any other 23-year-old. Like, I, I wasn't shooting 20 shots of whiskey a night, you know. But I just kind of woke up one day, man, and I was like, you know, I don't look the way I want to look. And the main thing, man, I was like, I'm just, I'm tired. You know, I just, I'd kind of, I'd kind of realized that I'd already sowed my wild oats. You know, I had a damn good time and, uh, but yeah, man, I just, it was just, I mean, it was just time for me. And like I said, I wasn't drinking any more than any other 23 year old out there, yeah. but, and I was single at the time. So any, you know, any single 23 year old and, uh, <laughs> but it just, it was just time for me, but I'll tell you what, I have had more fun going out sober than any time when I was drinking, 
and yeah. which shot like my sister's wedding. She got married earlier this year and I was dancing at the wedding. I've never danced before in my life. And I just, I like had the time of my, I was completely sober. I was the only one that was completely sober, but <laughs> that and my like grandparents, but uh, yeah, man, I was just, it's, it's improved my life 180, you know, and I wasn't in like a bad place, uh, which I know a lot of people are, yeah. you know, but it's just it, it, the best decision I've ever made. There's no doubt about it. That's good, man. That's yeah. got to adjust road life for you, too. It is, man. It was tough at first, to be honest with you. You know, get off the stage. You know, you want to drink a beer or something. But uh, the non-alcoholic beers are great, You're man. a big Bush N.A. guy. I'm a big – well, that, that's what – because Live Oak has them, right? Yes. I'll tell you what. The, my favorite is the uh, Heineken Zero. Yes. Yeah, because I like drinking out of a bottle. Yeah. And But they're awesome, man. They And they taste the same. I, I mean, there's a bunch of – there's a bunch of uh, good companies out. Athletic makes a yes, good one. Athletic is one, and they're uh, all over the place in Nashville all now. All over the place, man. And uh, but yeah, dude, it's it's. I highly, I highly recommend it to anybody. You know, anybody who's thinking about just getting off the sauce or whatever it is, man. Yeah. It's just it changes your life. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Now, are you a big you a big hitting the gym guy and like wellness Do kind I look of person? Like I'm hitting the gym. No, but I, think, I, 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 I didn't know. Like, yeah. I didn't no, know. No, that's because I quit drinking. The wellness thing. Yeah. No, man. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, I'm you know, I'm more of like a walking guy. You know, I'm I'm living in a neighborhood now. My granddad walks six miles a day. Wow. So I've got to keep up with him. You know, and luckily he, you know, he's down here a lot, hanging out with me. So so we'll go walking and stuff and and. Uh, but that's part, you know, going on the road too. That that's part of the thing. I'm like, hey, I want to see these towns. It uh, it's it's you know, just walking around. I mean, it's because it's tough. You know, hell, you've been on the road. Getting off that bus and getting any kind of any kind of exercise is almost impossible. Yeah, and you've got to make yourself do it. But uh, but yeah, man. So I mean, you know, I hit the gym about three times a week at like the actual gym. That's that's good. But, that's more than most people. Well, Honestly. Hell, I don't know. but it's it's also a good way to clear your mind too. Yes, you know, that's that's like me. I, yeah. I got back I got back in it today. I had had a couple weeks where I started treating my body like a dumpster. Again. Yeah, there it you was go. Just, <laughs> and football season will do that to you, man. Oh, Chick, dude. Chicken wings at the Rusty Nail yeah. are fucking good. Like yeah. you you have your fantasy football draft, yeah. and and like I told you, I'm California sober. I'm hanging out with yeah. hanging out with Nikki T. Hanging eat, out boy. with Nikki T. And the DJs. Yeah. Domino's pizzas just pop up out of yeah. nowhere, yeah. man. Yeah, where did those come that, from? That, yeah, right. Those, them cheesy <laughs> breads are good. You know, like it just it's 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 tough to tough to eat right. But yeah, getting off the booze. I remember mm-hmm. losing like I was like I was chubby in college. Yeah. When I was drinking, man, because mm-hmm. I was a bottle of Jaeger. My, I kept I keep a bottle of Jaeger Ooh. stocked, and I, I was in Ooh. college. I'm a, I'm a few years older than you, so yeah. I would keep. Um, I was in college 2013 to 2017 up yeah. in New Jersey, and that to me is like the Fireball era. Oh that's, yeah, that's when FGL was singing that Fireball yeah. whiskey whispers, and then like Jaeger and Fireball were my were mm-hmm. my two, and I kept it stocked. And there's a lot of sugar in that shit, and you're oh, drinking big time. you're drinking that every day, yeah. even to, even when, even going to class and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like getting off that was a well, huge and also body you're adjustment. invincible at that age. Oh, you dude, know? yeah, I mean, who cares? It's like who cares, man? We'll just do it again. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. If you, it's like you're never hung over if you if you're never sober yes it, uh, yeah but that's college man yeah it is so you did you, you tried the college thing i went for what i call my glorious nine weeks and uh, exactly what happened man is i i just wanted to join sigma chi yeah. right i wanted at to, what college at uk oh it's so a wildcat okay yeah but uh yeah man so i was playing a a like fan voted pre-game concert for the kickoff of the football season 
and I, I'd written a song called Simple Town. Uh, never written a song before, you know, a full song, never really, never performed it. And I had this drummer at the time named Evan Hammonds. He was like, dude, we can put some music to that. And I was like, well, shit, let's play it. And so we played it there, and a guy named Michael Jordan, of all things, came up to me afterwards. <laughs> He's a radio guy. Yeah. And he said, hey, if you, uh, if you cut that song, you know, I'll put it on the radio up here. And after that, I was like, all right, UK, I can come back if I need to, but this is, you know, the opportunity is here. I ain't going to pass it up. Yeah. So it was, it, I, moved, I dropped out, and then I moved to Nashville probably – eight months afterwards. But so I kind of, but I was still living up in Lexington. So I got the, I got to do the college thing without actually going to class. Yeah, what, and did you have a declared major of, of communications or okay, something like yeah, that? Makes or, sense. Yeah. yeah but that's I would have changed it to history. Cause I was, but like I was, hell you're 18. You don't know what you want to do. You know, I knew I wanted to do music, but I didn't know how to get, you know, I was just playing like, Proud Mary's Honky Tonk Biker Bar three nights a week, you know, playing four hour what, covers. What and, what is Proud Mary's Honky Tonk Bike? Does that have the cage? The the cage? No, it doesn't have the cage. I'm, I'm, but thinking, it, I'm thinking like Toby yeah. Keith, like I love this bar where people are just throwing the, need, the drinks at the, at the fence. It. But it was, you know, it was this old biker bar on the river down there. And so we'd go down there and play it all the time. And I, it was really just beer money. You know, it's like, all right, if you make a hundred bucks tonight, you're like, come on, you know, this will be gone in two days. But it and it was just fun, you know. I mean, I learned learned, you know, a little ch some chops on the guitar and stuff like that. It was a good, it was a good time to do it before I moved down here, and I didn't have to, you know, play on Broadway and stuff, which was good because I just don't know if I could have stayed up that late. You know the whole <laughs> playing on and, Broadway and, and drinking and, and drinking. And I mean, people good people Lord. pulling. There's people. There's guys and girls that pull doubles and triples yeah. down there. That go from one bar to another bar to another bar, and they'll it's spend impressive, twelve hours. Man. It's really impressive how they do that. I mean, it's if you're drinking and still playing that well, you've got you've got just ridiculous talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. awesome. Man. Have you have you gone down to Broadway? I don't, I'm sure you have in your years of being. You've oh, been, big here, time. been here five years now. What what are some of your your go tos down there? Because Broadway's different now than was it was a few to, years ago. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and because uh, my girlfriend Lauren was in town, and she wanted to go to Broadway, and I was like. Ugh. It's the worst. That is the worst thing. Uh, any uh, any people out there that have friends here in Nashville, yeah. let us take you to spots. Don't be yeah. like, let's go to Broadway. Let us show you Midtown. Let us show yeah. you East. Let us show you Germantown and the Gulch and and uh, Twelve South. Yeah. But so we went there, and after about an hour and a half, she's like, "Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go home." You know. But I mean, when I'm and when you move down here, I'm sure, you know, you didn't have to wait in line. To get into a bar, you know, you'd have you just walk in and you walk into Kid Rocks, have a good time, have a couple beers, and go home. But the line, the lines are what gets me. I just I hate waiting in in the lines, man. See the lines but, as a door guy yeah. is a secret. Um, lines were how how I would make because I was a door guy. Yeah. So we you, the lot you see a line. Yeah. You see cha ching cha ching cha ching. Cha -ching. Cha -ching. Yeah. <laughs> Tip to skip, man. Yeah. Tipping is not just the musicians and the bartenders yeah. down there. Tipping. It, it, there's, there were like hus learning how to hustle a door. Yeah. 
was I was at Whiskey Row. Oh, so dude. I was at Whiskey Row. Twenty bank, bro. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. Me, me and my me and my roommate in Spring Hill because he worked. He would work one door. I'd work the other. We we basically furnished our apartment <laughs> off of off of door money. Oh, big big fifty four inch Vizio TV. Mm-hmm. Thor money. We're paying, Where did that come we're going, from? We're going, we're going. We're not ordering on Amazon because yeah. we're going. We're paying cash. Yeah, right. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> government ain't knowing about that stuff. No, man. dude. We're we're paying we're paying cash and stuff. But like, because you were down here, so you remember like Crazy Town being a yeah. thing. Oh yeah, Crazy Town was like yeah. the first bar that had was like a club. Yeah, it was wild, man. Crazy Town was wild. Now it's yeah. uh, Miranda's place, Casa yeah. Rosa. But I was also when I moved down here, I was also nineteen and twenty years old. Were you nineteen or twenty, or were you nineteen and twenty in the state of Kentucky? Did you have? I was not, did you I have was an eighteen I- in the state you, of Kentucky. Did you have an ID? Yeah, man. What was your What oh, was yeah. your What was your ID from? It was Mississippi, I think. Okay, so you, this, could, yeah. you could pass as a Mississippi yeah, guy. Yeah, so this is a funny story, and you're, you're man. An old, and you and you, I would imagine did you have facial hair back then oh, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you you would. You I don't. I, I you know if I didn't have facial hair and I threw a cowboy hat on, I'd look exactly like John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. So you know, grow the beard. <laughs> yes. But uh, man, I, I'll never forget because I didn't have one. You know, I mean, in Kentucky, it's like whatever. You just walk into a bar. And, uh, but I had this door when I was living at, uh, in the Gulch, there was this door guy who we just, you know, he was a cool dude. And I woke up one morning and there was an ID slid under my door. And I guess somebody had left it at the front desk or something. He was like, this looks enough like you. Here you go. And, <laughs> you know, it just cool. His name was Daniel or something like that. Just coolest, coolest dude ever. But I was like, well, I guess I got an ID now. Let's go to Broadway. You know, it's a funny story. I wish I still had it, man. Yeah. But. See, we used to collect those. Oh, like, for real? Dude, I, I, there was, I remember one, the big ones were um, like around spring break time. Oh, dude. SEC tournament and basketball, which yeah. those usually coincided. Mm-hmm. New Year's, um, like whenever you would have like the Music City Bowl, yep. for example, you have all the Big Ten, yep. sc- all the Big Ten I students. Need all ID, these. I need an ID. Well, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell them. But what we do is you'd you'd get the ID, and you'd yeah. put it right in your pocket. You'd go home, and then we'd we'd show them off to each other. Like, oh, yeah. look at this one. Look oh, at oh, <laughs> I caught. Oh, I caught a fake Mexican ID. Oh, I caught. Oh, I caught. I caught a fake British ID. Yeah. Oh, look at this. This guy tried using a misrep with a military ID yeah. that wasn't him. Ooh, this guy, dude, we had we had one my my old roommate Dakota, same guy we furnished the apartment yeah. with, my, my partner in crime. Um, <laughs> we one time he he pulled off getting a passport that wasn't legit. Somebody had That's a, a ballsy not, move, man. Somebody had a not legit not not legit passport, but yeah. he was so good at detail because he's the one who taught me yeah. how to check IDs, man. And I remember pulling in ten to twelve IDs a night. Oh my god, dude. and bro, we had a book, we had like yeah. a trading card book, and people do with like. <laughs> <laughs> like like Pokemon cards or baseball yeah. cards or any of that, and we had them organized by state. And that you would go down the awesome, list, dude. and like we had them like, and especially like South Carolina was a very common yeah. one. And you would be able to tell like the little tricks, like on the back of a Tennessee ID. Yeah. One of the letters on the where it says Tennessee, like or the T and the N are supposed to be touching, and the fake ones they wouldn't be touching. So like you would learn the little things, yeah. or like shining a flashlight, and the hologram doesn't do what it's supposed to. Yeah. So we That's just wild, had, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, that was my life was checking IDs. Yeah. Life was checking IDs and dealing with drunks after the guys upstairs kicked oh, them out dude. of the bar. That was my. That was my life. Military ID and a passport. I mean, that's going to extreme lengths. Yeah, I feel like to just get into a bar. Yeah, that's a ballsy move. I think. Yeah, because you have all the guys that are up yeah. at Fort Campbell that are just borrowing yeah, no, their. True, yeah, see that that was where we would. Yeah, we would we would get folks like that, dude. Yeah, the Broadway days. I mean, I look back on those and it's like, 
I'm glad I made it through. Yeah. I was I wasn't I wasn't drinking alcohol, but I was drinking a lot of caffeine. Oh, dude, Red Bulls and monsters. Bro, and my stuff. my drink when I would go out was a tropical Red Bull with pineapple juice in it. So you have all the sugar. <laughs> I drink or the blueberry Red Bulls. I drink five or six Red Bulls a night going out after oh, my shift. Because if I worked the day shift, you get off at seven, mm-hmm. and then you go out to you go out to find find that find that group of bachelorettes that yeah, you, right? that, you, know, you check their IDs <laughs> and you yeah one of your you or your boy got their snapchat yeah. and you're like oh you hit them up where are you at and then they're like oh i'm at, I'm at aldean's yeah. oh i'm at honky tonk oh yeah. i'm at valentine and then you, you go down there and i'm drinking five mm. six seven red bulls a night yeah after that playing the game man and bro yeah, yeah dude it's moving down because i moved down here at 23 yeah so moving down here at 23 was like because i did the i did the college thing but i feel like my 20 that first year in nashville was really the, the mm. college experience i didn't do a yeah. fraternity i didn't go to like a big party school or anything like that i didn't have yeah. that experience but working on broadway at 23 bro big time that's your college it was yeah. it was and the guys at that i work security with were mm. my frat brothers yeah. and the girls that were the bartenders or the servers were my sorority yeah and you you would always and then you'd have relations with the other door guys yeah. that were down there like i knew the crew at the stage i knew i knew tugboat the yeah big motherfucker tugboat yeah. he worked with me at whiskey <laughs> row a little bit he's from kentucky as well there you um, go. Big bearded bastard, but he would work over at AJ's or like I knew the guys that were at FGL or mm-hmm. the, like my buddy Ko who's at Tin Roof now. He was yeah. at Aldeans. He was in the Tequila Cowboy group with Aldeans and FGL forever. Yeah. So like you'd see those guys like so when they would mm-hmm. come to get in, there'd be a line. You'd, you'd let them in, and yeah. then when you'd go there, and there'd be a line. They'd let you in. It's it's the, the that mob yeah. mentality there you almost, go. <laughs> you know, like friend of the family kind of thing. So, so I was, love it, man. dude, hilarious. that was, that was, that was yeah. it. And it's like that midtown too. Yeah. Like I have a buddy, Ricky, cause I worked at dogwood for mm-hmm. a while and Ricky, older guy, motorcycle, um, good friends. There's the, the two twins. I forget their name, but two, um, two black guys that are from Chicago. Okay. Like they're, they're, you go to winners, losers, yeah. dogwood, red, they're, they're always out. Yeah. They're good dudes. And they always had our back if we got in the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you just have, have that kind of stuff. So as far as the, the music goes and stuff, yeah. so what's this EP called that you're dropping? It's called work to do. And I wrote work to do back uh, 2021, like just right when we were kind of starting to get back into the offices, uh, and writing rooms and stuff, Adam Wood and Mark Irwin, uh, two guys I really like writing with. We just we kind of cranked it out. I think I was, and I, I actually I know I don't think I was really hung over that morning. And he was like, "Man, I got this idea. Whiskey's got some work to do." And I was like, "All right, let's write it." And it turned out I was like, "Well, I love this song, but uh, yeah, man, it it uh it's definitely." kind of my mentality now because we didn't release music for a whole year i remember that yeah. i remember being like when's, yeah. when's the new walker coming when's the new walker I, was, coming? I was i was getting fairly concerned to be honest with you and but looking back i mean it's like what was what was the reason like, well i just gotten out of a deal and you know we were just trying to one get the right songs and finding time and it uh you know, it was just kind of a transitional period in in not only my career but my life too. And but it but it was you know, it was good to almost take a year off and re- recharge the batteries and everything. But I knew that we had you know, we had some work because we were rocking pretty good there for a minute and uh we had some work to do to kind of get back there. So it was it's definitely been kind of the theme of of my life, you know, twenty twenty three. Um Absolutely, but we got six songs on it. Work to do. Never again. One more time, which is probably going to be the single off of it. Time stood still, which is a song I wrote. Uh, Tired of you, which is the current single and probably my favorite song that I've 
I've ever recorded. Uh, and hell, there's another song. Things yeah. that break my heart is the other one. But man, I'm just I'm I'm pumped up about it. You know, releasing singles is fun, but when you get to put out a whole project, it uh, there's it's almost it's got a different kind of charm to it. Almost it's just uh, you know, because you put you put the work in. You know, you you know you put a lot of work into singles too. But you when you got a full full length EP or full length album or something. You you know you put your heart and soul into it, man. It's really fun when it when it finally comes out and and you know you get a reaction to it. Yeah, dude. And I feel like right now is the perfect mm-hmm. time for you to be putting out. I think any time's a great time for yeah. for us to be getting some new Walker Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. Big fan. <laughs> I appreciate I've been a big fan of what you do <laughs> since I met you and first heard your shit. Um, but right now, there's just countries in so many different places, mm-hmm. and there's so many different lanes within it. And one, one of the lanes that I think is really mm-hmm. thriving right now, and something it's me and Nikki T sit around and talk yeah. about new music all the time, and talk about trends, and talk about this, talk about that, like what a label does. But yeah. we're we're just we're just two dudes smoking cigars on the back porch yeah, talking about it. it's our passion. We love it. The traditional style yeah. of kind of kind of kicking in the teeth country, mm-hmm. like like shit that makes you want to wear want to wear jeans and boots yeah. and shit that makes you think about the tobacco farm back yeah. home things that where it's, it's those storytelling songs mm-hmm. it's something you could twirl a girl around to on the dance yeah. floor and there's there's lots of guys and girls that are that are doing it folks mm-hmm. that come to mind are like like yourself like zach top like yeah. kobe acuff like may estes like sj mcdonald yeah there's just this resurgence of this 90s early mm-hmm. 2000s like pre bro country stuff yeah that is coming through nashville texas oklahoma yeah. all these different places so it's like if there's a time for for this music to get the audience that mm-hmm. it really needs and really deserves like yeah. tired of you is a smash bro. thank you dude i appreciate it's it so good now right now in, in the fall of 2023 seems like a great time to yeah. Really put the pedal down on mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, man. Really get yeah. after it. I mean, I I agree, man. And I like you said, it's it's obviously a trend towards that. Uh, but yeah, tired of you, dude. It's so simple. It's just it's such a simple song. It Doesn't have to be complicated to be Bingo, a country man. song. That's what I makes. Love it. They say three chords in the truth yeah. for a reason. Yeah. No, I mean, I there's a line in there. I di- I didn't even listen to the full song first time I heard it because the second. Verse starts with "Hell, I'm tired of everybody always blowing up my phone. I blow it up myself, but they don't leave me alone." And I was like, "I texted Bart to this one. We're doing this one." Yeah. But no, man. I'll tell you what. I met Zach Top for the other uh, first time the other day. We were oh, at Jake's house. That kid is special, dude. Just a great guy. I like you know. We we just. I mean, we weren't like just talking, like talking nonstop. I mean, we we're just kind of watching band play and stuff kind of you know having a conversation here and there so normal and just a normal guy and i just love it and not to mention that he's freaking talented as hell like it, i had to go up on the stage after him and i was like ah, oh, damn it it's like <laughs> i really don't like i wish i would have gone before you like you know but just yeah dude just a normal dude and i love it because yeah. so many people are so weird now and he grew, yeah there yeah. are there are a lot of yeah, interesting a folks lot of weirdos. There. there's a lot there's a lot of interesting folks man and that's what you get with yeah. with artists but zach is a guy that grew up grew up on it grew up yeah, on a, not not a cattle farm but yeah. cattle auction he's real yes he's real man yeah. and his you can tell his voice is real you can tell his songs that he's cutting is real he's just he's amazing yeah. yeah, and he's another guy that's kind of that's doing it right now on yeah. an, on an independent level. Yeah, man. Which that's Absolutely. the thing. There's so, it's so important to be able to say what you want to say, and mm-hmm. if that's throwing it back to what 
folks like folks like your father yeah. were, were doing 20, yeah. 30 years ago, mm-hmm. then that's that's got to be it, man. And I feel like in not even just the traditional side, but you see like the 2000s, like like pop thing, like like the Sheryl yeah. Crow sounding stuff through, yeah, man. through friends like like Morgan Wade, through the Meg McCrees, through the, the Brooke Lees, yeah. like people like that doing their thing. Then you have this 2000s rock stuff coming back, the butt rock, yeah. which we love. The butt rock. I know y'all love the butt rock. We fucking love yeah. the butt rock, which butt rock night is coming soon. Y'all stay tuned. Um, where we That's 2000s stuff too. And then songs like Tired of You yeah. and, and like this project you're putting out is that, Mm-hmm. Early two thousands, late nineties yeah. resurgence. It's people singing the shit that they grew up on and the yeah. shit that makes them happy and kind of fulfills them, as opposed yeah. to someone telling you, "Hey, you should put out this song because so and so, so and so, so and so." And it's like, no, you put out the shit you want to put out, Walker. Yeah. Well, I think before I was, I was putting out songs that I loved, songs that you know did fairly well and you know were catchy, but it. it <sighs> Man, I you know I was just I was young, you know. I mean, I was I mean I'm still young, I guess. I feel, I feel like I'm 45 sometimes, but <laughs> five, five years yeah, in time will do that too. Yeah, bro. right. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we were just kind of like, all right, this song's good. Let's put it out, see what happens. And luckily, we you know, some songs did well. But it just t- it took me some time to figure out the noise that that I wanted to make. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like that's natural too. I'd 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 almost be scared if. You know, the older I got and my music never changed. You know, it's like I never, uh, I never, like, grew, like, grew as an artist, you know. And uh, so it just, you know, even, I think even if you listen to my music when I was at Played Again, every single song kind of got more traditional, more traditional, more traditional. Even a song like Out of Nowhere, it's got Dobro and stuff in it. But, yeah, man, you just kind of find, it takes time for some people, including me, to kind of find your voice, for lack of better words, find the noise you want to make. And luckily, you know, Bart and I sat down and we just kind of hashed it out. And I feel like we figured it out pretty good, to be honest yeah. with you. That's a good guy to be working with, dude. I love him, man. He runs a million miles an hour all the time. And I'm kind of like the opposite. You know, it's just like I'm, I think I'm a pretty calm guy in general. I'd say so. You know, uh, but especially since I got, since I quit drinking. But it, uh, <laughs> But no, man, it's we're we're definitely we kind of bounce off of each other, and it, and it's good. It's it's a really good dynamic. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, so how are the Wildcats going to be in football this year? Man, I'll tell you what we uh, we almost lost to Eastern Kentucky University. Uh, well, we beat them by eleven, but I mean it was just a rough game. But I'll tell you what, I'd almost I'd rather have games like that early on in the year. Just cause, I mean, it's fun to blow people out and you know beat them fifty-five to zero or whatever it is. But are you like I don't think you're getting any better by doing that, you know? And having somewhat good like EKU's, I mean for FCS, I guess is what it's called, and they've won like four national titles. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a it's a solid program. Uh, we should be beating them by more than eleven. But uh, you know, I like the fact that some of these teams are challenges for us because then once we get to Florida, which I guess is two games away and Georgia, which we ain't beating Georgia, but we'll beat Florida, Tennessee, all these other teams will be more prepared than we were if we were playing, you know, just some high school team or, you know, or what, not actually high school team, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Just some easy team that we'd, 
beat 67 to zero or whatever it is. But I think we'll be pretty good. I think we'll go eight and four, nine and three. Uh, as long it, look, we could go one and 11. And as long as we beat Tennessee, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't care about Louisville. I don't care about Georgia. I don't care about South Carolina, whatever it is. As long as we beat Tennessee, I'm happy. Yeah. Which, and it never happens. But, you know, it, so when it, it does, I'm like, it, thank God. It, it could happen this year. They yeah. struggled against Austin P. They the did, man. It was wild to see. I saw the QBR ratings of all the all the quarterbacks. And Joe Milton was second to last. And Devin Leary, our quarterback, was last. Yeah, well, so, Devin, <laughs> Devin's filling some big shoes for he the is, guy man. that's down here in Nashville. I, now. Was, always a, I was always a Levis guy. Uh, just because I'd seen the terrible quarterbacks that had come through Kentucky. And but he was I mean, he was he was solid, man. He served his purpose. And I think that uh, I think if Liam Cohen or OC would have been there last year, we probably would have won 10 games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I was always a Levis guy. I hope I hope he doesn't get a lot of playing time this year so he can kind of get his feet set in the NFL and then have, you know, a flourishing career. But he's a good guy. Uh, I met him a couple times. Uh, you know, I don't know if he'd know me from Adam, but it, it, it's it's still I, I still think it's a good guy and he's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, we just had our you ever you big into fantasy football? You ever do that? Man, I did it one time and uh, I loved it. It was a great time, but then I just didn't have anybody to do with it, and I'd always forget to change my players yeah. and stuff. And then I'd you know my quarterback would have a bye week, and I'd be like, well, shit. I'm just, you know, I'm yeah. I'm last now, but it's fun, man. But I need to get back into yeah, it. Yeah. So I did, like I was talking about uh, with the mysterious mm-hmm. Domino's pizza that popped yeah. up last week. <laughs> um, shout out to our boys, Mark Ori, Eli Locke, Baker Grissom, and Ryan Nelson, yeah. the mayor of Nashville. Ryan Nelson, mayor, mayor <laughs> Nelson, we love him. Um, Dicky T um, got got us into this concept yeah. called the Dynasty League. And okay. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Dynasty mm-hmm. League. So, a Dynasty League, you do one big draft, and yeah. then you have that team for the future, and you can you pick three yeah. additional players a year, and you have to yeah. drop three or however many picks you have or whatever, like based on who you keep or drop. Yeah, I picked Will Levis towards the end because I'm like, I think this kid can can do something. Yeah. If we're in this for the long haul, yeah. I don't mind him sitting on my bench because you have 20 roster spots mm-hmm. in a dynasty league. It's yeah. a fucking stupid big roster. Yeah. Um, luckily, no kickers or defense. It's all yeah, offensive right. players. That's fun. Cool. That's fun, though, man. Oh, I mean, it, is, yeah. it, is, it is fun, and I won. I barely scraped by this week. I had... I did better than my, my New York football giants did last night. Dude, that oh shit was God, fucking dude. brutal. But like you said, I'm I'm hoping now that they they get better because of it. Because they, they aren't a bad team. No, on man, paper. they're not. I like y'all's coach and you Oh, know. Dable's the shit. Dable yeah. Dable could have been in the Sopranos. Like yeah. Dable yeah. is what you want <laughs> when you think of a New York, New Jersey football yeah. coach. Brian Dable is that guy. Yeah. He's a little chubby bald dude smoking cigars after Big every time. game. I hope he didn't. I don't think he had one last night. But I wouldn't have um, one no, last night. I don't think he had one last night. But um but yeah, I have Will Levis on my yeah. team. Well, good, you, you, get, you get to yeah. a lot of Titans games or not really? Man, not really. I mean that's See, that's the problem with. I mean, obviously, I love being on the road. That's. I mean, that's that's what I'm here for. That's that's my that's my thing. You know, recording music's awesome. So, uh, you know, going in the studio is great. Writing songs is the best thing ever. But going on the road is my thing. I just love it. But that's also how I was. I, like, I don't know anything different. You know. It's yeah, just, you were out on the road as a yeah, young kid, right? You know, yeah, and uh, and back in the '90s, I mean, all them boys were road dogs, man. I mean, it was. You know, they would have laughed at a 20 show tour. You know, it's just it's just how it was. It was an eighty show tour, sixty five show tour, and uh, 
But so I just don't, I don't know any different. But the downfall of that is making it to Kentucky football games. A Brown Browns fan, making oh, yeah, it to Browns, Browns fan. fan. Yeah. Okay. Hey. And, big uh, big win yesterday, dude. Awesome. Big win yesterday. Yeah, was, How great is that? And of all the teams yeah. to beat week one at the dog pound, yeah, it's you guys over the Bengals. Awesome. That's fucking sick. Well, I'm just you know I'm not a I'm not a Burrow guy myself. I just you know I, I think he's kind of goofy. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, and we got the Steelers next week. If we can win at at uh, at Pittsburgh, then I'll be like, all right, this this team might be for real. But until then, I'm like, oh well, it's just the Bengals because we got the Bengals number. You know, they might go to the Super Bowl, but we beat them almost every time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's you know, it's fun. It it, it really is. But I wish that I could get to more games. And when it gets cold and stuff, and some of the shows aren't happening like they are, I mean, we we always get to go to a game mama and i uh that's kind of our thing we always go to the always go to the game or i drag her to the games <laughs> essentially and she you know she wants to spend time with me so there she is but uh yeah man we've seen some good we've seen some good games and it's always been like 10 degrees outside up in cleveland when we're when yeah, we're there why, why the browns man i so this is a weird story uh my my granddad so it's tim couch right kentucky quarterback yep. number one pick who's a browns quarterback when i was born and but my granddad had these uh, this Browns jacket when I was growing up, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. For whatever reason, I just loved that jacket. I put it on; it was like a dress on me almost, <laughs> you know, because about that tall. And uh, so I always loved the Browns. We grew up going to Patriots games because uh, Dad and Tom kicked it off at the Derby one year. Most random thing and most random relationship he Tom had. Brady? Yeah. Most random relationship <laughs> he ever had. That's pretty cool. Oh, he's a great dude. I mean, just one of the most solid guys you've ever met. But the most random relationship the dad ever had. Because uh, dad was not really friends with famous people. You know, it's just it wasn't in his DNA. But for whatever reason, Tom and him kicked it off. So we grew up. You know, going to Patriots games and going to Foxborough and stuff. So how and, do you end up? Uh, so I mean, I get the sentimental thing, like yeah. wanting to be like Granddad, but yeah. like you have well, the opportunity to be a well, Patriots we guy. Were, we I were, credit you for we being were, a Browns guy. Yeah, we were Tom Brady guys. Okay, right. And once he left, it was kind of like, all right, well, we'll just you know, we'll cheer for the Browns. You know, it's it's whatever it is. But we always cheered for the Browns growing up too, and it was kind of the the Browns was a team, and the player, you know, our player was was Tom. And, uh, but yeah, man, we just, we love them. It's my mom and I love, of course, dad is a Bengals fan. You know? Oh, so that had to be so, really and, cool. Yeah, the win and week that one. Is, that's part of the reason, you know, I'm a Browns fan because it's like, well, this is just going to be fun, you know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it, it's a great. Cleveland's a great town. I think it gets a bad rap down by the stadium, man. They've got their own kind of like Gulch area and stuff. It's awesome. It's a great town. And hell chase rice has that country bar there now. Uh, I've been there a couple. Well, I, I ain't played there a couple times, but you know, just going hang hang out there. It's a, it's an awesome town. It really is. Yeah, you talk about Cleveland, most underrated town. That uh, yeah, I agree. you would say Cleveland's the most underrated. I, I would say Cleveland is the most underrated, and Cincinnati's cool too. Uh, but yeah, I would say Cleveland and oh, man, Boston's a, a great town too. You like though. Boston, Boston's great. I'll take Boston over Chicago, New York any day. Damn, but uh, Cleveland's <laughs> great, man. If you want like a big city. That, you know, but it's not like New York, ginormous, and you just want to have a good time. There's cool bars there. There's great sports fans. Cleveland's the way to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Great. What about like the small the small towns where you've gone? Do you remember your first show once you had a booking deal? Oh, I remember like your first like yeah, I do actually saddlebags in Savannah. Oh, bro, which I know I know you know saddlebags. Love me some saddlebags, bro. That little cave, dude. It's a cave. It um, oh, the only thing I can remember about saddlebags is, and I'm sure you've seen this, the subs on the front. Yep, all the. It's it's liquid. I don't know if it's beer. I don't know if it's whiskey. I don't know whatever it is, but it's just liquid hanging out in like with the handles, and they never clean them up. It's just it's been there since the beginning of time. Yeah, and it is just you know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's just disgusting. And every time I'd be singing, I look down, and I'd like forget the words because I'm like that is the grossest thing. That's <laughs> sewer. It's sewer water. Yeah, and the damn subs. But it's I mean, but it's a party. Talk, talk about a place with a built-in crowd. Yes. People are just like, I don't care who's there. I don't care who's going to be there. We're going to Saddlebags. Yeah, and the load, yeah. load in for that on the Cobblestone Road. Oh, yeah, that load in's rough. Oh, my God. We broke a screen on my sound guy. He had, you know, this little board, and we were pushing it down the road, that Cobblestone Road, and we opened it up, and one of the screens had cracked oh. just because it was so so rocky. But, I mean, it's still a fun place to go, man, though. And Savannah's a cool town, too. Yeah, yeah mm. Savannah. I like Savannah a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a great place. I like place. Savannah, and then I'm I'm gonna be going to Charleston really Charleston's for the first great. time. I'm gonna be going there for the first time. As my girlfriend's from. Oh, there. really? She lives, Erin. She lives. She lives here. She actually lives in the Gulch. So I okay. go to the pub and and the um, and yeah. Republic a lot. I was actually there yes or um, on Saturday, um, but we're going. I'm going back to Charleston with her coming up in November. And I've never. I've only been to Isle of Palms. I've only been to the Windjammer. I don't know if I've been to Isle of Palms, but Char- you'll like Charleston, man. Just get seafood, and I don't know if you're a seafood. Yeah, guy oh, I am. But, That's, yeah. That's like I'm going to Floribama this weekend. I'm gonna oh, be eating time, seafood. Baby. I'm trying to eat healthy at the Floribama, which that's just gonna get oysters. Be, that's gonna yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. eat oysters all the time. Be, people be looking, why is Matt looking so weird? Oh, he's, he's eating a hundred oysters. He's eating a hundred oysters, <laughs> man. Man, dude. So the EP comes out Friday. So yeah, September fifteenth. Yeah, Fucking it's, it's gonna be a great time, man. I'm excited to, and we're going back in the studios. I mentioned earlier uh, in October. My man, I'm thinking about it. And I'll get your opinion on it too, you know. But I, I, I want to cut, and I've never really thought about this before. But going in the studio next time, I want to cut one of Dad's old songs, and just because it's like hell, I'm paying for it. I might as well cut us, you know. If we can't find a love song that that I like, or I haven't written one, which I mean, we got we got a good amount of songs, but "Rope the Moon." is one of my favorite songs of dad's and Trey, Trey Lewis loves it too. I just, you know, I want to do something like that and, and kind of have kind of maybe have dad in on it or something, but I'll, I'll get your opinion on it afterwards, but it's just going into the studio, man. It's so stressful, but it's like, it's so fun at the same time because you want to get it all right. But then once you get in there, it's like, whatever, you know, let's yeah. just roll, man. Let's, let's do it and try to make it as good as we can. That's awesome. Then you got shows coming up too. Got shows coming up. Yeah, Um, going to uh, shit. Where are we going? We're going to. Oh wait, we're going out with Drew Parker next week. So I got a show in Nashville, uh, which uh, which you know you should come if you're in town on Wednesday at the Eighth Room. Oh, nice. And then we're uh, doing Columbus, Ohio, Peoria, Illinois. Oh, cruisings with. uh, Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We know those guys real well. Those are the tailgating tall boys, dudes. Okay, hell yeah. Those boys are wild. We love them. I'm pumped for it. I've never opened up for Drew. Uh, I've met him, I think, like twice. But I mean, he's always been nice to me when he doesn't have to be. You know, I like people like that. If you know. Everybody that I open up for, you know, 
because they don't they don't have to talk to me. They don't have to, you know, they're doing their own thing, and I get it. But if they, you know, I've had people, Jake Owens, one of them, you know, they they seek me out and they're like, hey man, appreciate you coming out. You know, they're nice to me when they don't have to be. I I love that. Yeah. And Drew, Drew's a, Drew's that's that gonna way. be a country ass show. You oh, and Drew time, together? Dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That's as country as it yeah, gets. It's gonna be sick. I think McElwain saw your saw your face in a bathroom at a venue recently. What show, where was I, that? I, at? I don't know. If that's a good thing. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing PBR on twenty fifth of this month. Nice. I've never done that PBR, man. Uh, we done Fourth Street Live, which is just right outside of it. But going back to Kentucky and doing shows like that's always a good time, man. I'm sure you get the yeah. home the hometown crowd. Hometown comes. crowd, man. It's it'll be it'll be a good time. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, man, I'm glad we were able to dude, make this happen. No doubt, man. And, I appreciate it. And um, super stoked. What's the, what's the title of the EP again? Work to do. Work to do. Yeah. Work to do is out right now when this episode drops there you um, go, yeah. on the 15th. <laughs> so plug that. Work to do. Our boy Walker Montgomery, the new EP. Y'all be sure to check it out. When people can find you, it's Walker Montgomery Music. If, Walker if Montgomery. you're like a website guy, like it's 2004, go to walkermontgomery.com. But hell, just look up. Look up Walker Montgomery on Instagram or Facebook. Or you whatever. TikTok at all? Real quick, Man, one last thing. You do that at all? I I do. But I've always, you know, I've always been like the kind like I'm gonna man, I'm gonna get married one day. I'm gonna have kids. I don't want I don't want them seeing their dad dancing on TikTok. I don't think you have to dance. You know, I, think you, just, I, think can, I think you can do it effectively. Yeah. We, no, I, no, I, and we I, do. I, I mean, we've I, got over. I, you know what I would love? Yeah. I'd love the car content. We That's do what some you of that, do. Yeah. But no, man, we just, you know, we try. I'm not a vivid TikToker, but, or an avid TikToker, I guess. But, you know, we've got a pretty good following on it. We've got, I mean, we got like 140,000 on it. That's pretty good. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, we do fine on it. But like I said, I'm not a avid TikToker. I don't wake up and, and think, all right, what my t- what's my TikTok of the day going to yeah. be? But, you know, it's it, you got to do it, though. Yeah, got to do what you got to yeah. do. Well, be sure to follow Walker on all the socials. Look up Walker Montgomery and uh, Work to Do. It's out right now. Y'all be sure to check it out. Um, shout out to our friends at Big Friendly Productions, Whale Tail Media, and our boy Grady Saxman with Saxman Studios. For old Walker here and Sweet Boy Behind the Camera, I'm Matt Burrell. This has been Outside the Round. One place for too long I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl I love Only got a couple tricks up my sleeve They usually just make